You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Ashley, and Brenda is back, but she's not back on the show just yet. We needed a little bit of time to just kind of like settle back in before we got back to recording, and it just works out that last week's episode. I had to split it into two parts, so I figured I'd just give you part two back-to-back with episode one featuring Shaquille so that it can be fresh in your memory while you hear the second part. So you are going to be listening to part two today. I hope you guys liked last week's episode. I want to hear what you guys thought about it. Feel free to DM um, our account on Instagram, Let's Get Real, the podcast, to let me know what you thought about all of the episodes without Brenda. I would love to hear your feedback. I also want to give you guys a heads up. I'm going to be traveling as well. So Brenda will be taking over the show for one to two weeks, depending on how it goes. But yeah, she might bring on a special guest. She might do a solo episode. You guys are going to see. I'm losing my voice, so I apologize for the way that I sound right now. But the footage that you're about to hear is from two weeks ago. So I will sound like a normal person. You're going to be hearing Shaquille and I sit down once again, um, giving you guys the rest of the conversation that we had a couple weeks ago. So it is part two. So it does begin pretty randomly. Last week, I asked him his definition of a friend. Um, The reason why I asked him that is because he has a very interesting perspective on friendships. And I wanted to kind of pick apart his brain on that a little bit and understand where that came from. So, yeah, you guys are going to hear his thoughts on how he feels about friendships and things like that. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So with that being said, let's get into the episode. I just remembered that I forgot to ask you the main question. Which is? What is your definition of a friend? It is a non-sexual monogamy. Mm. You know, I feel like it's somebody that connects with you in a way that is intentional and it has meaning for the future. It's not as shallow as, oh, we don't spend every day together or you pay for everything or there's no barriers that keep us from being a part of each other's lives Mm -hmm. and in an intentional way you know what i mean and i feel like not enough people create those type of bonds where they value the depth in a person's journey rather than just what they can get from them or what they feel they have to be within the space i'm so sorry i didn't mean to cut you off it's okay i'm so sorry he just rolled over yeah um i heard everything you said though cap do you feel like you just automatically assume people aren't capable of that and that like you shut yourself away from lots of friendships because of that i feel like you just uh, sorry i don't know yes but i feel like you just assume that people can't give you that so you don't really give them a chance no no i think i just wasn't first of all it what i think mainly from i just wasn't raised to care Mm. it just wasn't something that i grew up valuing like having many people around and for me as an i'm an introvert but I, I can play extrovert really well mm-hmm. to the point where it's become a skill. But I know to my core, silence, clear room, but the comfort of knowing I have confidants and, and people that I can confide in it could be the same thing I just said twice. But it, yeah, it, you did. I didn't even I, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> just, pe- I, just knowing that I have uh, reliable human beings, whether yeah. it be emotionally, whether it be physically socially you know what i mean like i feel like all the boxes are checked off whether it be from multiple people or i have a person that checks off multiple boxes it it just that's enough you know but it's interesting because you refer to a friend as like non-sexual monogamy but i remember you one time saying you didn't really believe in monogamy so how did how does that work i said that yeah you said that i remember i feel like i might have grown out of that i feel like 
did you ever know give me uh it is something yeah yeah i do believe in monogamy but i also believe in the liberation of the human experience mm. like you should be able to free yourself from that of that space within the confines of the relationship that you have and i don't necessarily mean to go fuck somebody like yeah of course. i feel like um if 10 fucking years in your marriage you guys are honest and open with your desires let's say in I don't know. Maybe she experiments, you experiment, whatever it is. Maybe you don't have to, but I don't necessarily feel like going your entire life to try to adhere to a a designed relationship or a particular mold of a relationship should be the confiding space that you exist in. You mm-hmm. know, we should be liberated as human beings to take risks. We're all humans. We have desires. We have I don't know kinks. We have. A need to want to explore and again it doesn't have to be everybody i'm currently in a monogamy and i enjoy the space mm-hmm. but i feel like if let's say she one day decides that it is something that she might be interested in it's a conversation i'm willing to have like yeah like you're not like completely shut off to yeah, it yeah like i'm a human i think that's realistic you know what i mean like yeah. how can i not expect like, her to be like you want to open it up like it's like at least worth a conversation then you let's go from there why yeah. are we you know what i mean let's have the conversation to see where we are what's if we can fix that space or yeah. if it's something that you would like to explore or that makes sense whatever it is it, it's 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 important to know where your partner is just is mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they're probably busy you're busy but tapping in i feel like is so underrated when it comes to relationships do you feel like you're secure enough for that for what for that potential situation let's say 10 years down the my relationship is still relatively fresh right right i don't necessarily have the well in 10 years 10 years time let's say sure yeah why not why not fucking hell like and especially when you like add let's say even kids to the equation then Mm. you kind of have that security within that space that this person is locked I, in you know i could sound like some man right now but like or jamaican uh-huh. jamaican <laughs> i was literally talking about this with my friend earlier <laughs> caribbean men and jamaican men yeah and yeah but i think um i think we should be just allowed to be human beings and whether our desires need to be stifled our entire lives and relationship lives that's a matter of opinion but mm-hmm. I personally don't believe that it should be or you have to be because that's the mold that we've always been told existed. This white isn't that fucking crazy that like the amount of things that we just kind of do do and believe because that's just like what we've been told and then you take a step back and you're like, wait, do do I believe in this? Facts. It's like you with the opinions earlier, right? Yeah. If you, one thing I've been actually trying to do lately is take a recap of my day. Like, Mm -hmm. how was my day? Like, literally, because I'm ADD as. I have you been diagno- diagnosed it's so yes, yes. Have you? i need to go to a specialist though i went to my doctor we had the whole test and he's sending me to a specialist but because of COVID happened it just hasn't panned out i, I won't lie anywhere. i think that you are i'm no specialist uh, but i have adhd so that's I, crazy yeah i don't even know what we're talking about anymore i forgot to monogamy security 10 years Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Fuck. Okay. This is nice. ADD. Well, let's pull some cards. All right. Am I secure enough for that? I think you answered that though. Did I? You said no. Just ten years. I don't know. I'm not yet. I'm not. And yet. I could rewind it. We could. But that's just like. What am I pulling? Okay, so pretty much. Um, have you heard of the game? We're not really strangers. No. 
It's a card game. You okay. pretty much answer questions. I only have the dating expansion pack, but I picked very platonic cards um, for this episode and the one with my friend. Mm-hmm. So they're very insightful cards. So you ask me, I ask you. Do they are they face up? No. You can either choose, like you can like go through it and see what you want to pick, or oh, you can really? just pick and like. Actually, no, no. Just shuffle it and just take what you get. Oh wait, hold on. No, no, no. I want to go first. Because then I ask you. I want to. Fuck. I want to ask the host. Shit, this is my show now, nigga. Okay. All right, all right. The question is. I've chosen. What have you tolerated from others in the past that you no longer have space for? Oh shit. It's a good one. I like this. I'm. I'm gonna need a second. I think. I guess just like a lack of respect. I think I used to let people disrespect me a lot. Friends. In what regard, though? <sighs> look at him. Just look at I him. I know. He's so perfect. <laughs> he's so perfect. I think he realized that I stopped petting him because I've been petting him this whole time. You can learn how to nap from him. Trust me. I he can. naps anywhere. I have insomnia. I, I, You know what, though? I do think I was a cat in a past life. I do. That was a mountain goat. What? Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to change it one day, but I've always felt like a mountain goat. Wait, you know your sign is a, a goat, right? It's a goatfish. What? Capricorn? Yeah. It's like a half goat, half fish. It is? I should You're know. You're the this. Zodiac I person. I wrote a That's... book on it. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> okay, a lack of respect for me. I just feel like I used to let people disrespect me in so many different ways, like platonic friendships, romantic relationships, family members. Like, I would just allow people to Define disrespect me. in this context. My time a lot my ability to be there for them they would take advantage of me right i was always like that like person who was there no matter what i was blindly loyal to people i was just very empathetic and just always trying to be there for the people that i love and care about and i still am that person but i don't allow people to take advantage of me in the ways that they used to and um i just don't have space for that i don't i somebody disrespects me then shut up (gasps) Don't put me on the spot like that. Fortify your whole self, dude. Okay, I don't agree with that because I know you're not serious. You I can't really base my level of respect my, yeah, for I myself. Just yelled, shut up at you. But There's I know no you didn't mean it. To it. Like, I know you didn't mean it though. I could mean it. But you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, but there, I didn't see like an instinctual like gawk. It was like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? You know what I mean? I don't agree with you. I don't think that represents how I like navigate. I completely concur. Okay, well. Pull a card. Pull any card. Did I finish my answer? I feel like yeah. Respect. What are you overthinking right now? That I'm in some woman's house at eleven o'clock and I should probably um, leave before midnight. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to wrap? No, no, no. I got until midnight. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay do you want to pull the next card then sure what was the worst date you've ever been on in life <laughs> crazy you're getting the good ones there's like a, a tie between two okay i've talked about them on the podcast so i'm just gonna summarize it the first one was a white guy it was yeah. the last white guy i ever went on a date with up until the most recent one it was seven years ago and um wow. he was definitely like fetishizing me very uncomfortable why do you know that how do you know that um the second i got into his car like 
sorry the second i met him he said i love black girls like oh my god like my ex was black blah blah, blah. i love dance hall love soca you know he said he said i love pop can pop can he said not popcorn he said pop can and when i got into his car on the date he was right. playing reggae music and um he said i was talking about mixed baby like it was just, he was better like he was doing the most um and he cried about his ex on that date he literally like eyes were welling up one blink away from a teardrop <laughs> yeah it was bad i saw them welling up and no. i had to look away because i didn't want to embarrass him no. like, it was so bad you should have though he took me to tim hortons what does that mean come on like tim hortons what does that mean though? take me take me to fucking second cup <laughs> tim hortons <laughs> like we don't have to do starbucks we don't have to do fucking cafe 23 what wait that's where you guys like that was the date he took me to tim hortons <laughs> i got a raspberry lemonade a small and you want you want to know what he got it, this sounds like a lie and i'm very aware he you know the extra large tim hortons cup the one that's like the size of your head he got that he got two oreo fucking donuts because they were new to the menu at the time he got a fucking i think he got like an ice cap or something he got timbits and he had the little white bits on his mouth like it was traumatizing <laughs> i'm like triggered talking about it and his name was colin and i met him at frosh we got humber yeah, it just gets worse and worse i can't stand it yeah i worked with a colin yeah you know he was a construction worker he was a construction worker seven kids and like no, 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 this guy. i don't think you would know him because he was from like um some white town i forget he was visiting so was my colin oh i mean they all are aren't they yeah. <laughs> it's a white country yeah so that's why um yeah so that was my worst first date love that for you i was gonna explain the other one but i know i'm gonna go into it for too long okay <laughs> okay this one's relative to you because you've mentioned it many times what many part times. of your job energizes you the most and what part leaves you the most drained well i wanted to say literally being shocked as an electrician but do joke? you actually get shocked no but that was a bad joke because i shouldn't be getting shocked so um i think figuring out something complicated i think what uh, which one is that energizing okay yeah i think uh just and also walking into a space and kind of figuring out what's going on mm -hmm. in a way that most people don't even understand. Like, I find myself in a lot of commercial space and I, spaces and I just look up and I just kind of trace the circuitry. I, I kind of make a mental map of what's happening there versus somebody looking up, oh, the light's on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I kind of like see how it got to be, kind of break down the different phases and I have a good time. I spent like a minute or two just kind of staring into ceilings now, which I didn't really do before. And um, I feel like it opens up conversations in ways that I just kind of geek out, which I'm not really geeking out for nothing. I feel like passion as a, as a whole something that I kind of had an issue with. I just kind of existed without really wanting to dedicate myself to one particular thing because I always felt like this chameleon. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so what drains me <laughs> yeah it's it's the it's the basic interaction sometimes. small talk it's yeah man. you hate small talk more than me and i fucking hate it and i said how are you to you the other day you just let's skip the small talk i was like okay sorry i haven't talked to you in fucking seven months like i don't fucking know what are we gonna the weather like we didn't even it's remember just, the last interaction we had i yeah I, I hate it too so i am whenever i, I ask people things like that i feel fake but it was just it like, damn, fake. like, I it's felt like... It's like a social requirement for no reason. Yeah, but, okay, sorry. So, it's it's the interactions you're saying? Yeah, it's just a lot of grown men with 
grown men issues that I just yeah. don't want to relate to too young. And it's just, I feel like it, it ages me really fast. Oh my yeah. God. Right. I can yeah. imagine why. Yeah. 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 And I just started thinking about things at uh, 26 year old. Why well, I really think about my age for a second there. Doesn't really want to be mortgages. Your tax. Okay. Okay. I gotta do that. Like on a, on a bigger scale, like these people are homeowners and and really devote husbands. They're really hardworking men, you know. And I find yeah. like these are the underbelly of the city. Like we really are developing these places and creating infrastructure in ways that people don't really think about. You just like blink twice and you see a forty-story uh, construct or condo and you're like oh fuck that was fast in my world i think about how fucking many people are you know working their asses off and breaking their brains to try to figure out certain things and yeah you know what though oddly enough even though i'm not in your profession obviously i think about that like i look at a building i'm like damn someone had to like draw this someone had to like fucking start from zero and make th- like I, it you know trips me true? out how, did, how do you even fucking make a building like so like i went to school for i went in the civil engineering department for urban planning right? oh really yeah it's, i don't know how i ended What's up there again? so i did a bridge program and i always say this because i always feel insecure about just going to college so do i you know what i mean well i did university but then i dropped out yeah but i didn't even go to university because like they told me how much it was and i'm like don't be funny you know what I mean? Yeah. So I chose to do all of it in college. I took two years and I went to Mohawk College. Shout out to Mohawk College. And I, uh, I lived out there. I left my home and I lived alone for the first time in my life. And yeah. it was just the experience that I know I needed as a human being. It pushed me to want that like sense of pride in my own journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's, it's a bridge. So I'm supposed to go to university. So I'm like, one day I'll go to Germany or Japan. It's free. Mm-hmm. Sure. It is? Yeah. They, they have like international programs that are free. I didn't know that. Germany, Japan, and I My believe sister's Sweden. sister's in Germany right now. Yeah? You have family in Germany? No. Uh? Well, her oh, she's boyfriend's like, okay, yes, sister okay, okay, lives right. there. So she's there traveling. Yeah, pulling a card. What part of my personality isn't showcased online? Um, well, you don't post, do you? I don't think I've ever seen you on my timeline. I, uh, no. Um, feel free to go look at my Instagram. Yeah, actually. Yeah, you don't post. Your last post was July 2021. Damn, it's been a year since you posted. Why is that? I care to have people in my business. Hmm. Jamaicans. <laughs> <laughs> My dad does not Why have do you need one an update on, on what I'm internet. doing. What yeah. need an update? Shit, I just post when I feel artistic or creative or something. You know? Yeah, I think that um, I think your humor. You're very funny. Ah. You're very funny. Ah. And um, I try. I think, huh? I, I said I tried in an accent that may not have been funny. I think I was, I'm trying to. I can now. edit it out. I'll edit it out. Don't okay. worry. I don't want you to embarrass yourself. He's the best. Um, so. I think that looking at your Instagram, it doesn't look like you have a personality. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's mystery, I guess. Um, Who is this Negro? <laughs> okay. Let's say you were on Tinder and you followed Crazy. someone and then they followed you back, whatever. They're looking at your Instagram. I think they wouldn't be able to know anything about you. They'd be like, oh, okay. Like he just posts like random, random art and like random. 
I don't just post random art. I don't know. That's just what I was seeing. I was seeing like random. I, it's so interesting. I didn't. It's not. I'm not deep diving right now. You know, like fair, fair. I I don't think they'd yeah, realize. Like they I wouldn't know, know any of your personality. Yeah, but like that's not a bad thing. It's not. I don't mind not having an expectation. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. It's nothing but uh, an air of wait, mystery. What I, my, nothing about my personality says anything about me. Huh? Nothing about my, nothing about my Instagram says anything about me. Yeah. Like yeah, as a personality. Honestly, like, mine too. My, my YouTube says a lot about me, but my Instagram doesn't. That, but that's what it's for, though. That's right? what it's for. It's I, I don't need to highlights. share myself with everybody. What the fuck do I need to do that for? That's isn't that your whole field? On social, on Instagram, no. Social. Social media. I, the thing is, I look at YouTube very differently because I have YouTube. I have like a deep connection with YouTube because I've been on it since I was fourteen. Crazy. So to me, it's like it's like an outlet. But Instagram, TikTok, all the apps. I don't really put my personality on there. Like you don't know anything about me based off of that. Me either. Like like I, I just I just have random highlights. That yeah, I like people probably think I'm fucking shallow and just care about looks and shit like that. And I just Facts. that's my Instagram, but that has nothing to do with who I am at all. They probably think I have no personality, but I'm okay with that too. Why are you okay with that? Because I don't know these people. Why do I care what they think? Because that's your brand. No, that's like what you're like. Like, I think about people that I've even grown up with on social media, right? Like. Mm -hmm. I, I don't sound like I know everything about them, but they involve everything that they do into the world. Ew, so I hate that shit. But I got a new car. I just bought a house. I'm engaged. Oh my God, look at my baby. But you kind of grow with them in a way that they're monetizing off of their lives. I don't know the underbelly of what their lives are actually like, but kinda there's weird. some probably shit. I don't know. I don't care. But there's something just satisfying about just watching somebody else oh i'm a journey. nosy bitch i love to see the drama yeah. i want to know when you broke up i want to know when you bought your house i want to know everything Which doesn't mean you need to know about me but i want to that's not my world if i see a couple and i'm like oh they unfollowed each other they deleted the pictures that's my shit that's yeah, my it's shit so fun. i'll text I my like friend like drama yeah i'll be like did you did you see yeah but that's just me okay. you can ask me one and then i can ask you one these are good these so are just give me good. the one that you don't choose and then that will be the last two pick one. Oh fuck pick one <laughs> I haven't looked at it. Crazy. What has being single taught you about yourself? Oh. Right? These are good ones. Oh, this is a good one. I've been single for a year and a half. I, I kind of wanted that one. That was a good one. But you're... In, well, I guess, yeah. Yeah. You have been single, so anybody can answer that. Yeah. Um, okay. It taught me so much. I'm listening. Okay. So, yeah. It's been a year and a half since I've been single. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I learned who I am. I learned what I want, what I don't want. I think that's like the biggest thing. You I were guess in a three-year relationship. Right a right? three-year toxic relationship. With, toxic. Yeah, with Why a toxic. toxic. I was with a narcissist. I was with someone who. Like my type of narcissist. No, like? no, like, like a narcissist. Like it was a very traumatizing relationship. Traumatizing. Yeah, I, I lost myself. Like I, completely I feel like my ex would say the same thing. You know. She would describe me exactly how you described me. Yeah? Her. Yeah, but you know what? Unfortunately, don't even want to... Not you stealing my question. Okay, go. <laughs> no, I could just relate. No, I, I'm kidding. I did that to like you. I did that to you. From the male perspective, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I, I can understand why it would be perceived as the toxic ex. You know, like, 
I even found out my ex was doing TikToks the other day about how she found the love of her life after deciding that she might not date again after being with her toxic That's ex. That's the type of TikTok that I would probably make. Look at us. The thing is, I can differentiate <sighs> a bad relationship and a toxic relationship. In the um, moment? No, okay. I was I was with a narcissist. Like he sent me an apology email. He knows what the fuck he did, but he's in his apology email. It was like nar- narcissism at its finest. I'm listening. So that's like I just fast forwarded to a whole. That's a whole other fucking. I don't think I should. I think I'm gonna edit that out. I'm gonna edit that out because I did not answer. Um, Do not edit it out. Keep the information though. I I just don't want to give him the recognition on my podcast. Give him the recognition because I don't want to give my ex the recognition, but we're both here. Okay. People want raw fucking content. That is true. Give them something to talk about. That is true. Yeah. So. Talk about your ex. How toxic, uh, was this, how toxic was this man? Oh, he was. It. it was bad. It was bad. Like. I was apologizing for everything. I was trying to change myself to be with him. He made me feel like any I would breathe and I was doing something wrong. So was he, he was probably toxic. But how much of that was your own insecurities towards being in something that you probably wanted to see through? Like how much of your the work that you put in did you feel like you just wanted to have it matter in some way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, I should have walked away way sooner than I did. But, it, okay, do you think you enabled that toxicity longer than you Absolutely. Want? I think, cool, I have an excuse for a year and a half to maybe two years. But after after a year and a half, when Three. I... Because the first... Okay, mind you, this was my first real relationship. So, the first six months was just me <sighs> learning how to be in a relationship. Then, by the time, like, all of that happened, there was a power dynamic. Because he was, like, teaching me how to be in a relationship. Fair. And okay, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah eventually it got to a point where i was kind of like what the fuck is happening my best friend has been in a relationship since she was 14 that's 10 years she doesn't know shit about relation with peace and love she doesn't know like Mm. she's been with him since she was 14 so she doesn't know the beginning stages of dating Mm -hmm. as an adult but she does know about relationships i shouldn't say that i I take that back um what What? (laughs) so then i end up in this like three-year cycle and cycle yeah i'm very i i'm a very spiritual person so i believe in like karmic cycles and things like that and i yeah, believe he was my karmic love that that's you. a whole okay anyways Zodiacs. that's not nothing to do with zodiac karmic cycle has nothing to do with zodiac sorry i'm really ignorant when it comes to i feel like you're judging and what regard what am i judging okay that doesn't matter <clears throat> to answer your question yes it was toxic i did not need to stay in it for as long as i did and eventually it got to a point where I was fighting for something that wasn't worth fighting for. And I was waiting for someone to change. I was waiting. I was waiting for a change that was never going to happen. And for it yourself was or from him? Like w- at some point, did you ever think about conforming to what he needed from you? Versus oh, my God. I literally changed my entire being to fit his mold. And I thought that was that was the right thing to do. Mm. I know. And I, I learned from it. I'll never do that again. At the end of the day, if I'm not meant for something, you don't think I'm, you'll ever do that again. No, because I feel the like the right compromise. Sorry for inter- interrupting you. Like as an adult, do you feel like you can differentiate the difference? Differentiate the difference. If you feel like you can differentiate between compromise and submitting. Absolutely. I was submitting. I wasn't compromising. Compromising is, is absolutely fine. That's healthy to an extent with boundaries. Do you not then feel like you were compromising? No, I no. was not compromising. I was submitting. I was submitting. Would you have been able to realize that in the moment? No, I didn't realize it at all. That's why I ended up. Happen. Look at you. Yeah. Now I see it. Now Look I see it. Big young. 
big up your blood clots. <laughs> lots of therapy. Lots of therapy. Yo, shout I, out to therapy. Shout out to Monica. To my therapist has the same and name Monica, as my best friend. And Monica, big up friend. yourself. Yeah? And Monica, the best friend. Go on, big up yourself. Yeah. Love, love. But um, yeah, and long story short, I learned who I am mm. and I learned what I want and what I don't want and um, what I will never tolerate again. And I do not regret the relationship. It taught me so much. And I think that the next person I'm with will reap the benefits of what the fuck I went through. And I'm fine with that. Because if I didn't go through it, I would be a shit partner. You know what I mean? So it's like, it is what it is. You know what? Say, okay, so so this is why it's not like I'm necessarily okay with probably being very much represented as a toxic ex by my ex. But without those experiences, I would have never known what it meant to value a partner and what it meant to just be a partner too. You know exactly. I mean? It teaches you. But she, I, like she to me was the greatest learning experience because she had a very privileged overlook on most things mm-hmm. and that wasn't great for me because it kind of pacified my ambitions a little bit i feel and that's kind of one of the biggest things within that relationship i just couldn't be a part of she was very pacified for lack of a better word again and i think um she was a lot older than me and that really bothered me you mm. know what i mean and the whole relationship you went insecure who was insecure me or her me you insecure about what because you said she was a lot older than you she had privilege like did you get insecure and feel like you weren't enough no i feel like (laughs) she wasn't doing enough for herself as like a 30 plus year old oh yeah how old were you 22 what the fuck was she doing with a 22 year old hey let's unpack that was she okay hey man i'm trying to big up myself or not okay I think I, I I come out. It's not even just I, I cater to people's personalities. I feel sometimes like I I try my best to understand in ways that I feel like people may not attempt. Mm-hmm. I allow vulnerability for myself and people to be within my space and their space. And yeah, I think I just I, I cater to a comfortable space. Just be yourself. Fuck, I'll I'll over some compromising shit just for the sake of breaking the ice you know what i mean yeah and i feel like it just allows people to just be and i like that i like being with other people that are just being you mm-hmm. know and i push that and, and i feel like it sometimes is organic other times i can't really click into it but it's something that i i, I take pride in I, I, I couldn't hold on to the fact that she didn't inspire me being that much older yeah like how are you 30 and you're not inspiring someone like that should make you want to do better be better progress you know i just i I just i I think i just expected more and i didn't know was she a bum she's not a bum she i don't know sorry is that a disrespectful question no it's okay i don't think she's a bum she just she didn't inspire me as somebody that like she's an artist i guess so so is my ex he was an artist and he was uh he was too focused on the art art doesn't pay the bills all the time yeah yeah you know what if she was my age and we were kind of both trying to figure it out it would have hit differently i feel Uh, at 22 yeah but like yeah yeah. if you were older if you if if you were this age yeah it's like you gotta kind of at some point be like, okay, I, I gotta. And she came to live with me, and I mean, oh. it was just weird that like, I think I just. Is this t- the white woman? I've only been in one adult relationship besides the one I'm in right now. 
that did not answer the question so yes okay <laughs> yeah if it's not the one i'm in it's the one prior i don't know they don't know. yeah i guess but. yeah so i think she also inspired because she she's like a like a champion dater mm. like she does she does she'd be doing this mm. like she has dated since like elementary and just kept it going you know? i didn't have my first boyfriend until i was like grown as fuck no it's like damn she is a good girl most most women are they start dating early she is a great girlfriend Mm -hmm. like an amazing girlfriend i will not ever 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 on on record ever disrespect her ability to be a good partner she's a fucking good partner Mm -hmm. i was just too insecure in the space i projected too much i didn't Mm -hmm. really want to be with a white woman so you you were the toxic ex absolutely and I, I think at some point I was aware of it to the point where I realized I've involved this woman into something that is beyond my ability to follow through on. And I didn't really know how to narrate that at the time. I still was a very young man. 22 is very young. Right? And she was kind of teaching me the ropes. I'm also not a woman. And like, I'm yeah. still just trying to figure out what it means to be a dude as a guy that wasn't raised by a man. You know, like I was raised by women. I, I've been trying to figure out how to navigate as a man in a world not being raised by women and sometimes i don't always have the right answers sometimes i'm just gonna do some shit out of some sort of male instinct that i haven't tapped or understand into like i don't know i don't know i don't have enough training as a male to be honest Mm. to really know how to interact with other women like I, and I'm not blaming my upbringing. Uh, maybe if I grew up in a stable household, watching two healthy, like a healthy man and woman kind of. I don't think so because that didn't teach me shit, and that's how I was raised. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it all depends. Like I grew up I in. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. To know the dynamics of a young man having both being taught how to be a man by a father and being taught how to be respectful to women by a woman. Yeah. That hits differently. Well, on this topic. Last question from the gar- the card game. <laughs> what did the people who raised you teach you about love? How has that shaped your that. views on love today? That like was a perfect segue. Hey, look at that. Did you plan that? Because I didn't read this card, but you no, did. No, no, no. We just kind of naturally transitioned into that. That's good. Make it good. It's the last one. Crazy. Uh, I was raised by women, mostly. How many sisters do you have again? Uh, my mother has one. I have a very Jamaican father. So my mother has one sister who I grew up with, mm-hmm. and then I have three other half sisters. Oh wow! And a twin brother. Which one of them? This you have a twin brother? I don't have a twin brother, but I have brothers that are twins. Oh okay. I would okay. love to have yeah, a twin brother. Yeah, why did you say it like that? Ah! Though you said a twin brother. I, I was like, twin bro- what? I have twin brothers. Mm-hmm. Right? Like uh, the sentence so holds. I guess. Well, you said I have a twin brother. I do have a twin brother. You have twin brothers. Is the S? The, the yeah, because twin. twins come in a package deal. Crazy. Okay, There's two so of them. I have twin brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them passed away, so I have a brother. How old, if you don't mind me asking? Forty-something. He's old as hell. Thirty or forty. Oh wow. He'd be old as hell. My dad is old as fuck. Oh my goodness. <coughs> Anyways, um, so what's my point? Again, I think there is a void within the space where it comes to having male representation in my upbringing, mm-hmm. and I can acknowledge that. I think I chose over my time to not try to compensate for the boy void, but seek representation that I feel was alike what I think I was missing. So I kind of created an idea. And for a while, I used to think, not to sad it up, but my dad is dead. 
right mm. so i used to create this idea this representation in my own mind almost like a phantom of of my own insecurities that would just kind of correct my behaviors in a way mm. and i would just think what would i be told to do in this situation do you feel like you had to kind of like parent yourself absolutely my mother comes from a, that same archetype father you oh had God. you know what i mean and yeah. my grandmother's submissive as hell which led my mother to be submissive as hell they're so submissive and i hated it and i feel like that's kind of why i kind of geared towards non-submissive women mm. it kind of like doesn't like no i want you to have Think a stronger opinion yeah man yeah. like what if i die i'm so scared of like and then your kids like they need the i'm terrified mother needs i'm terrified i need a i need a lion I, like, I, i'm terrified i can't handle i just don't want to be the the quote-unquote man all the time it, it it's satisfying to me to have a partner in it all you mm-hmm. know what i mean not just is that why you use the word partner and not girlfriend yeah yeah i feel like there's so many um also i live downtown too and i kind of like playing with people too being a jamaican saying partner because they're like is he gay exactly <laughs> exactly exactly no but i think um i i want a partner i don't want a girlfriend my partner is my girlfriend mm-hmm. in lit in literal tense but like i like s- somebody that we're writing this journey with you know mm-hmm. we're we're making plans together we're kind of collecting inventory to either pass on or to enjoy and that's just what we're fucking doing together you Mm -hmm. know what i mean what i learned is to actually try to listen and respect women taught me how to love okay i think my mother is the most loving human being i've ever met and to this day cancer oh water sign that makes sense i think if i wasn't raised by this woman i I wouldn't have as much emotional intelligence as I want to proclaim that I do. Mm. I think she just enabled me to kind of see the vulnerable perspective of just the human experience. Fuck, that was a whole topic I wanted to get into. Crazy. The vulnerability that you have as a man. Because you talk about being vulnerable and emotional, but like... Yeah, what's wrong with what's wrong with existing? I don't really... I think just being able to observe... The people around me is just living downtown living amongst such a liberated human beings yeah you kind of feel like you're allowed to kind of be whatever you think you are versus whatever you think you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and i think just growing up around a lot of women it allowed me to be able to open up into cer- certain emotional spaces which mo- i'm just comfortable good that's even a good if, thing yeah even if even if the social perception of it isn't necessarily positive or well received i don't mm-hmm. really care you know like my existence isn't bounded by the opinion of others and i feel mm-hmm. like if i i have something that is a part of me that helps me understand my journey and i need to express it and bounce the idea back of somebody i'm not going to limit that based simply on the, ex- the gender expectation mm-hmm. of me you know what i mean yeah. which i think i i really believe that more men need to have that perspective because i think a lot of men are afraid of vulnerability or they think it's like weak and it's i'm like how is it like what the fuck i don't get that but i think it just comes with being raised to, by women and honestly sometimes it's the women that are the problem too the women raising them because i grew up with Depending. a a religious passive jamaican woman as a mother it's my grandma i don't know a lot of other jamaican men that were raised by the same type archetype of jamaican women pentecostal i think um 
I know a lot of Jamaican men in particular, just men who were raised by women that were a little bit more outspoken and, and a bit more uh, forward in their expectations of them as a man, you know, and it could be a lot of projections that they just didn't unpack themselves. Yeah. But the ideas that these men have now is to be a man, no, no woman sinting, no, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. be what I want so I can at least vicariously, like, know that it exists Mm -hmm. if i can't have that i'm gonna manifest it into this creature that i'm raising and that's a a, probably a very small perspective in the the scope of you know the upbringing of a single woman or a a boy being raised by a woman into a man but you ever had a stepdad not really my like my mom dated but there are way suits so you never took them like seriously nah nah I think the path that I've chosen is representation of how I saw success as a man. Like mm. getting into k- bar and, and, and electrical electrical op brand, but I was into building. I wanted to be hands-on. I wanted to learn how to develop and create and utilize my art with uh, t- the tools at my disposal to try to see what I can do with this existence, right? Yeah. And I think uh, the person that I inspired me the most was just this dude named Carl Cassell. This is just like a man. He was snappy and just a classic Jamaican man in so many ways. But he had like five daughters, man. And Damn. I think, yeah, I think just hit watching him balance the juxtaposition of what he was raised on and who he has to raise it was a hard battle for him. So he was always like snappy, spontaneous. But I always understood it. Like mm-hmm. he's fighting his is is innate upbringing you know to mm-hmm. be a toxic yadman but you have daughters be your heart gotta cool down mm-hmm. and i think he, he took on to me too because i was okay being taught you know like i didn't yeah try to fight his mm-hmm. ideas like i respected him and you were probably like the son he never had i don't even want to say that because one of his daughters now is literally transitioning into uh a male oh wow yeah I can't. I don't want to say names, but like, um, I already said it first. It's his name. That's crazy. Anyways, I, 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 I don't know. I think I, uh, I found representation in the ways that I was looking for, and then once I found an example, I kind of created a benchmark and kind of found. I think as much as what my family taught me about love, they taught me what was missing from that space as well mm-hmm. you know because yeah. i heard the vulnerability of it all through my mother and my aunt and my grandmother and my sister and yeah i just i understand that we are vulnerable and it's not like i couldn't relate they they speak on things that touch me emotionally and it's not like i wasn't in the space where i could be allowed to feel and express that you know so mm-hmm. i think for me it just inevitably taught me that love is more than your expectations you know more than what you're told it's supposed to be there's Mm -hmm. more than one person can tell you and more than what you even can think of it is it's complicated i guess very complicated okay let's go home Ah, that wraps up the episode i guess that was our last question what are your thoughts on this episode this process being on the podcast oh final um, thoughts final thoughts final thoughts yeah um 
don't know. I feel like therapy, I guess. Well, it, 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 it's, it's, I don't know. It's just a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I tend to try to not have shallow interactions with people that are willing and capable. You know, so. Are most people willing and capable, would you say? No, not in my world. Yeah, same. Yeah, so It's exhausting. I, I enjoy being able to open doors and, you know, get into spaces that you wouldn't normally on your day-to-day. So yeah. I think for me, this is refreshing. How did you feel, like, being on the episode? Like, what's it like podcasting for you? Pretty chill. It doesn't seem like it's anything too... Con- uh, <laughs> oh, no, I just ask everybody that. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like a conversation with an uncomfortable hand position. Yeah, right? Like, but it's not always like that. I know. Like, I've seen people, like, with their hand up and shit, or, like, the mic just mounted here, and you're just kind of... <laughs> This seems like a very... No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is, like, sometimes you're very much aware of the fact that you are on a podcast. Yeah, but I don't like to live my life in that way. Like, I'm aware of the mic, and I'm aware of the recording, but, like, it's still a conversation. Anyways, okay, so that wraps up the episode. Wow. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was a good time. This was lovely. This will oh likely be a two-part episode, because I don't think anybody wants to listen to... What does that timestamp say? One hour, 52 minutes. Yeah, it's definitely going to be either edited Three seconds. short or two-part episode, so that I don't have to take a bunch of good content out. But thank you for being here. Thanks for agreeing to this thanks for showing up <laughs> why is the expectation so low <laughs> thank you for God showing damn. up i'll be um, busy anyways thank you so much for listening guys i hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to find shaquille on any social media platform i'll put it in the show notes where okay. can they find you i don't want to do that Just okay so he doesn't want to be found if don't. you need to find me find me if you don't care don't exactly waste your time. yeah so do with that what you please thank you so much for listening and i will be back next monday bye did i say bye yeah bye guys you know what it's been an amazing experience and uh that's the energy ashley Good you job. know what this has been a really fun time has it been yeah you know i'm what? so happy i'm, yeah, I'm bubbled up right now and i feel like this is a great time it was around. a great time. Thank you so much for being Don't here. Don't use this version of the editing, okay? I want you to give my more melatonin. Yeah, Because all this energy no doesn't deserve to be good. No, this is great. This is great. All okay. right, guys. Well, as you can hear, he had a great time. Oh, my God. The best. Signing off now. What do I do? You say goodbye. Yeah, you already know, fam. Your ex no stand up. <clears throat> Father any car. Your Mohawk side. Your the whole northwest side. You guys already know. You know what I mean? So, like, big up to... Um, all the man them. Yeah, I just feel as I don't have enough friends to be doing a whole shout out right now, so. All the men them? What, half a person? Okay. I'm gonna stop recording this. That shit.